0: Hi there and welcome to another edition, day number six of the Odlam Brown Van Open podcast from the lively restaurant at Hollyburn Country Club. The Odlam Brown Van Open, of course, is a Tennis Canada event, ATP Challenger Tour event, and also an ITF World Tennis Tour event. My name is Brian Weeb. I'm the media manager for the tournament. I've got my media assistants as well, Mantar Bandel and Raheem Karmali. You're gonna hear from Mantar and Raheem throughout the podcast once again here today as they interview players immediately following their matches. Only two courts being used at the tournament because of course we are down to the semifinals in singles and finals in doubles. So only using the center court and only using polygon court for the matches here today. I should mention that our feature player interview is with none other than Great Britain's Heather Watson, uh, former number 38 in the world. And Heather was successful in her match today against Layla Annie Fernandez of Canada. So you're actually gonna hear from Heather twice. First is with Mantar Bandel, Courtside, and then the second, she joined us actually here in the restaurant uh, to talk about her journey in Vancouver and also uh, their, her journey as it is as a professional tennis player on the WTA tour calendar as well. All right, let's get things started with the men's semi-finals. Ricardas Barankas from Lithuania taking on Go Soweda of Japan, and it was Ricardas coming away with the victory in this match, and it was a pretty dominating performance by Ricardas Barankas, as well as the number one men's seed is into tomorrow's final, where he will take on Jason Jung of Taiwan. Now, before we get to Jason, let's get to Ricardas, as our very own Mantar Band was able to catch up Rick Ricardis after his match, a win today against Gosweta of Japan on center court.
1: Ricardis, congratulations, you're moving on to the finals on the score. It looked pretty easy, 6-1, 6-1, but it was a hard-fought match. Uh, go never went away. How are you, uh, how are you, uh, are you happy with your performance after that one?
2: Well, for sure I'm happy with my performance, you know. Everything was really working out well today, and uh, yeah, I was sticking to my game plan, which uh, I prepared with my coach in the beginning, for, before the match, so yeah, really happy with the results, I must say.
1: And like I said, Goa never went away. A lot of points went to deuce, and a lot of those deuce points went pretty long. So there was a lot of, a lot of points that could have gone either way, and so you still managed to pull through. So uh, how much of a challenge was that, going to deuce all those points?
2: Well, you know, it's, uh, you're not really thinking about it. If it's deuce or 30-0 or 15-30, you know, you're just trying your best on each point to, to win the point. So, yeah, today it was on. On the row for me i won most of them i guess and uh, yeah it worked out 100 percent i have nothing even to say about that so
1: you are moving on to face either maxime janvier or jason young and they're playing on the next court so uh, how do you feel like you rank up against both those players and since their match is going on do you plan on maybe going watching a little bit
2: yeah for sure i will watch them and uh, both players i know and they know me so you know it's nothing new for us um, we'll see it depends who's gonna win then i'm gonna sit down with my coach make a game plan for tomorrow and uh, hopefully Hopefully, I'm gonna be playing good tomorrow.
1: And last question I have for you: Among the modern tennis athletes from Lithuania, you are the the best from Lithuania. So, is there a lot of uh, pride for you knowing that you have the support of an entire nation back home?
2: For sure, for sure. I'm very proud to be Lithuanian, and uh, I'm very happy that uh, and lucky actually that my country is supporting me so much. Uh, so, yeah, really happy to be to be Lithuanian. Congratulations, uh, good uh, luck.
3: One question for you as well, if you want to keep that rolling. Sure. Go go Sueda, you won your first ever ATP Challenger against him, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So... uh, In the
2: semis or finals, I don't remember. Finals in 2010.
3: I mean, a lot of time has passed since then. Does it feel like that long? Do you ever take some time to reflect on how long uh, on your career there?
2: You know, Uh, I think it's a mutual problem for everyone that the time flies too fast, you know, so... Exactly. It was nine years ago. It was really long time ago. So, you know, it's uh, basically we were starting our careers then. Yeah. Well, me at least. I was just starting to play more Challengers, ATPs, and, uh, you know, now I'm close to 30. So, everything changes with the time, but uh, yeah, it's quite normal.
0: I know one of the most anticipated matches here at the Odlum Brown Van Open today was, in fact, Layla Annie Fernandez. The 16-year-old, she turned 17 next month, uh, was taking on Heather Watson of Great Britain, who was looking to punch her ticket to the final here at the Odlum Brown Van Open for the second straight year. And it was Heather Watson coming out on top in that match. And really, it was a it was a tough match for Layla Annie Fernandez. Went to a tie break in the first set, but then 6-2 in the second set as uh, Layla Annie Fernandez learned a ton at the tournament. We're going to hear from her in a sec. But first, let's hear from Heather Watson and Mantar Vandal immediately following Heather's win here at center court. At the Adlam Brown Van Open 2019.
1: Heather, congratulations, you're moving on to the finals after a, a, a very good match from you. You win in straight sets. The first one was pretty tight, the second one you pull away. How do you feel after a match like that?
4: Um, do you know what? I feel really happy with my performance today. She's such a tough player. She's only 16 years old, but she's her levels well above her ranking at the moment. So I was just really glad to get through that first set because it was I knew it was so important. And then in the second set, midway through, I sort of caught fire a little bit and just ran with it.
1: You mentioned your opponent, Layla, was only 16 years old. Is only 16 years old. Uh, there's a lot of promise, a lot of excitement around her. So you've seen her firsthand now a couple times. What do you think the future holds for her if she down this path.
4: I think if she continues playing like this, she'll definitely be top hundred. And then, and then, who knows who can go, how far you can go from there.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And then my next question is, you're going to be playing either Sarah Souribis-Tormo or Tamea Babos, the winner of that match. And that match is actually going on in the next court. So you're done now. Do you plan on maybe going and watching that match or are you just going to go and just rest?
4: I'm going to go rest, but I want my coach to go watch it. And then my final
1: question is a two-part question. First of all, on a scale of one to five, can you rate my British accent? And second of all, last year you mentioned that you wanted to do the girls' grind. I don't know if you got the opportunity to do so, but if not, are you planning on doing it this year?
4: Uh... First question, I <laughs> don't want to be brutal, but it wasn't great. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> and then the Grail grind, probably not, uh, because I won't have time anymore, because as soon as I'm done with the final tomorrow, I have to fly to New York.
1: Fair enough, I'll work on my British accent, and thanks so much, and good luck in the
0: final.
4: Thank you very much. So
0: as I mentioned earlier, tough match for Layla Annie Fernandez as she falls to Heather Watson. In the defeat, Layla was gracious enough to join Raheem Karmali immediately following the match to talk about her experience, first time ever, here at Hollyburn for the Adlam Brown Van Open uh, as a professional tennis player. She played here before uh, in some tournaments as, as a youngster, but not here as a pro player. So first visit to Vancouver for a tournament like this for Leila Annie Fernandez. Let's hear from her and Raheem Karmali.
3: Well, obviously a very tough match today, Leila against uh, Heather Watson. Um, she came out firing and uh, you guys really had a first a battle in that first set, you were right there with her. Um, can you talk a little bit about the battle in that first set?
5: oh yeah it this match was a battle that she played really well i made too many mistakes when it counted the most so that was the big difference in this match so i gotta work on that for the next uh,
3: next next tournament definitely it seemed like there was uh, some moments there where you had her and you had yeah. yourself going and then it just just happened to slip through and she didn't really make any mistakes to let you get back in did she
5: no she didn't make mistakes she was uh, she was consistent the whole match i just made mistakes when it when it mattered the most and i just gave away too many free points uh for for her to get back in the game and that was the that was the difference
3: obviously a very strong mm-hmm. tournament for you though you've got to the semifinals. this is your first time here at the Alden brown yeah. can you take some positives from this experience
5: yes of course i can take some positives that uh every match was tough i learned a lot uh every round and even today I learned uh, what I needed to do for for the next tournaments.
3: So now you're a couple weeks away, a few weeks away from turning 17. Now um, it's a very impressive career already. Um, Did you think that you'd be at this point just at 17 years of age?
5: No, because I didn't know what the future would hold but but I was happy that I worked very hard uh, since the beginning, and just to have the the results and seeing uh, that is paying off, it's great. But now it's just to keep working hard, and hopefully I'll be able to get to my to my dream.
3: Well, there's a lot of people behind you supporting you, hoping for that dream for you as well. Um, what can you say about playing here at home in Canada?
5: It's amazing. I love playing here in Canada in Hollyburn. It's my first time to play here in this tournament, and uh, the crowd was amazing. Everybody was just so nice and they encouraged me the the whole way. Even even today, that I was down, they just uh, they just kept going. So thank you for them, and it's uh, it's great.
3: Congratulations on a great tournament, Leila, and uh, good luck.
5: Thank you so much.
3: Jason Jung's been here a
0: handful of times for the Audlum Brown Van Open. Uh, always a, a fun player to watch as the 30-year-old really battles in every single set. And he grinded out a 7-5, 7-6 victory in the semi-final over Maxime Janvier, uh, who knocked off Hyung Chung earlier in the tournament. Chung knocked off Bashik Pospisil early in the tournament. So Maxime Janvier definitely had game, but Jason Jung was just a bit too much. The 10th seed is taking on Ricardos Barrancas, of course. In tomorrow's final, uh, Mantar Bandel caught up with Jason following his match on Polygon Court, where he knocked off the player from France, Maxime Janvier. Let's turn things over to Jason and Mantar.
1: Jason, congratulations. You are going to the finals here at the Alden Brown Van Open. How happy are you with that?
6: Uh, today was a really tough match. I mean, this guy Maxime was serving really well and just happy to get through today. That tie break in
1: that second set, you go up 3-love, Maxime ties you 3-3, three, three, and then you get four of the next five to win. Take us through that.
6: Uh, I mean, 3-0, you're in a pretty good position, and it's a lot of pressure on him. And then all of a sudden, it's 3-all, and then you feel the pressure. So obviously, you don't want to go to a third if you can. And uh, I mean, I don't know how I did it, but tried to stay focused in those last, I don't know, four or five points. And Maxime was a rare combination
1: of size and speed. He was able to get to those balls, and he was overpowering at times. So how, what was your strategy against, against a guy like that?
6: Uh, it's tough. I mean, the guy hits really hard, and uh, he hits a lot of good shots, but he also misses a lot. And you kind of just have to stay in there. And, and I mean, it's, it's hard for someone to keep up that pace where he hits winner after winner. So um, not that you hope he misses, but... I think over time he will miss. And in the finals, you will be playing Ricardos Barrancas. How do you feel about that matchup? Uh, I think it'll be good. I mean, uh, it won't be serves like today, uh, but he's definitely better off the ground. Um, but just got to prepare and, and recover first.
1: And the final question I have here, uh, I looked at your age on Wikipedia, and I thought it was a typo for a second, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was a typo, yeah. and I have to ask you, dude, you're 30, you do not look 30, what is your secret?
6: Uh, maybe it's the Asian genes, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's hard to believe I'm 30, I mean, I, I wish I wasn't, I feel like I'm moving well, and obviously people tell me I look young, uh, but I'm hoping I can just, you know, keep at this level as long as I can, I mean. It's a great profession if, uh, I mean, it, obviously you're trying to make some money, but uh, it's great to travel and, and meet people. So uh, hopefully I can keep going. Awesome. Jason, thanks so much for doing this and good luck in the final. Thanks.
0: Now joining Heather Watson in Sunday's final is the third seed on the women's side, Sarah Soribes-Tormo from Spain. She knocked off Tamea Babos from Hungary, 646-LOVE. Now Tormo, she's only 22 years old, ranked number 89 in the world, and she had the pleasure. Of speaking with none other than Mantar Bandel following the match. <laughs> Trust me, the pleasure was all Mantar's. But uh, nonetheless, Sarah and Mantar, uh, they did chat after her win here in the semi-finals at the Odlam-Brown Van Open 2019. Congrats, after a hard fought match
3: here, you're into the finals. How's that, how's that feel for you?
7: I'm very happy. I think I played a really good match today. was very tough, the first set, and I'm super happy with the way I, I managed all the emotions, all the feelings, and I'm very happy to be in the in the final. And hopefully, I can I can win the last match tomorrow. And sp- and speaking
1: of if your match, that first set lasted over an hour. It was pretty exhausting just to watch. And so I couldn't imagine playing that set. So, how did that first set go for you? And how were you? How happy were you with your conditioning and fitness in that?
7: I think it was a very strange first set. I mean, she served really good, and we were, and I was breaking all the time. So, it was super strange but yeah I think it was more emotional than, uh, than tennis and yeah th- as I said I'm happy with the way I manage uh, it, was, it was tough it was tough to be all the time concentrated even if I was losing myself all the time but I'm happy I'm happy with the way I, I keep my level and I, I think I improve it and very happy.
1: Now you are playing Heather Watson in the final and Heather Watson is, was a finalist last year at the tournament. She knows the tournament very well. So uh, how do you feel about playing Heather Watson? How do you feel like you rank up against her?
7: final is always different. I think it's, uh, it will be also a very emotional match. Uh, I think I have to try to keep my, keep my emotions, keep my uh, concentration and... Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a totally different uh, style of game than mine. And i try to play my game. I'll try to to fight to be concentrated and let's see what happens.
3: In that second uh, match, you didn't let her get a get a point on the board or get a game. What was the the mindset like? How did you find that next gear to really uh, turn on the jets there?
7: I mean, I just wanted to win every point, every every point. Yeah, I, I wanted to to go as far as I and from her and I was trying to do it I was trying to to play my game to to know what I have to do to be concentrate and yeah I think the key was the two love and the three love and uh, there maybe was a bit more uh, I don't know how to say it in English but was a was the difference for me
1: for the rest of the day you got lots of time now do you plan on resting for the most part or do you are you going to go out in Vancouver or what's, what's your plan for the rest of the day
7: no, I'll, I'll go practice a bit now and this afternoon for sure I'll go to the gym and do some, some more things. Uh, I know I have to improve a lot my, my condition. I have many things to improve and I just want to continue working, continue practicing and uh, trying to be better.
1: Sarah, thanks much for doing this and good luck in the final. Thank you. Okay, so that's
0: it for the four winners on the single side of things, but we also handed out some hardware here today at the Odlum Brown Van Open. It was women's doubles and men's doubles. The day started actually with women's doubles, where the Japanese team of Now Habino and Kato. We're trying to become the first ever Japanese team to win a doubles title here at the Odlam Brown Van Open. And in fact, Masaki Doi, by winning the women's singles title last year, became the first Japanese player to win any sort of championship here at the Odlam Brown Van Open. But no one had done it before in doubles. So now and Miu were looking to do that and they did a very solid 6-2, 6-2 victory over Naomi Brody and Aaron Routliff and actually our uh, media assistants. It was really kind of cool as uh, Raheem Karmali was able to catch up with Now Habino following the match and of course the championship presentation to Now and her partner Miyu Kato here at center court at the Hollyburn
3: Country Club in the 2019 Audlem Brown Van Open. All right Now. so you obviously come through in the biggest moment here at uh, Van Open final and you capture the doubles title. Can you describe what you're feeling right now?
8: Um, uh, yes. Playing with my best friend and get title is the best feeling (laughs) and even I lost in singles yesterday Uh, it was so much fun to play with her yeah I I had I had a great week with Mia.
3: Awesome so obviously in this match uh, there was a lot of uh, joy it seemed from you from both of you as as you played Um, can you describe even in a finals moment how you're able to stay uh, happy and sort of loose
8: um, I don't know it's just um, her bully and her move makes me surprised every oh, okay. time so yeah. I was amazed yeah. uh, what what she does on the court okay yeah so I was laughing <laughs> oh,
3: okay <laughs> well it must add to to it to be able to have that kind of emotion and, and fun with it yes right? um, so obviously now you, uh, you, have you enjoyed your time in Vancouver so far?
8: Yes, because yeah. uh, there's, uh, I mean, tournament stuff is so warm and, and, and nice and nice to us. So, and tournament is so good and there's some Japanese people around here, so I always Please to come back to Vancouver.
3: Congratulations on being the doubles champion.
8: Thank you. <laughs>
0: and the final match of the day here at the Allam Brown Van Open featured the men's doubles championship being handed out, and it was another great match. I mean, this was a match that you would see on an ATP tour stop. It was really cool. Robert Lindstedt of Sweden, uh, Johnny O'Mara from Great Britain, they took the title with uh, a, a tough match, uh, and I, by tough I mean hard fought. 6-2, 7-5, a win over Tret Huey from the Philippines and Canadian. A lot of guys, a lot of people were here sh- cheering for Adil Shamazdin. Unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be for Adil and Tret, but it was meant to be for Robert Lindstead and Johnny O'Mara as the second seeds on the men's doubles draw come away with a 2019 Odlam Brown Van Open Championship. So, Mantar Bandle, he did chat with the two. Robert and Johnny as they came right off center court here to wrap up the day of action at the Audlem Brown Van Open. So let's turn things over
1: to those three. Gentlemen, first of all, congratulations on winning the men's doubles uh, here at the Audlem Brown Van Open. Uh, such a great feeling, I must imagine, for uh, for you, Robert, and for, and for Johnny as well. So, Robert, first of all, your thoughts on, on your match, and then we'll get to Johnny in a bit too. So what are your thoughts on winning?
9: No, I mean, we... We played really, really good today. We came out, out firing. I think uh, Trent and Adil also played really, really well in the beginning, and we raised our level to play the best we have all week and uh, and capitalize on the big points. Ran away with the first set, and then we were in proper trouble in the second. But uh, Johnny came up with some absolute clutch returns on break points, so uh, put us back in contention.
10: Yeah, it was a lot of fun out there today. Um, all week, actually, it's been it's been great fun. We've been in a couple of battles. Um, but yeah, I felt that my level was, was good this week. And, you know, that was a uh, you know, big, big, you know, thanks to Robert for that. You know, he allowed me to play, um, part of doubles is you know finding a good partner that's that's the key and i think i did well this week
1: you mentioned finding a good partner you reached out to robert according to, inter- to uh, talking to rick and so of course you, you must have been friends before the tournament and i can't help but notice we got a brit and we got a swede and both very proud football nations and so were there some hostilities that you two Hannah, had to put aside when you first started playing together you
9: can't like compare us to well in this case scotland unfortunately for me yeah. scotland so yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but uh yeah we are proud for Explanations, but that's no, that's uh, didn't really, really affect
1: yeah. us
10: on the Sunday. Just points, no. 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 So factor uh, A non-factor is what we're saying yeah, here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: I couldn't help but notice your guys's demeanor when you're on the court all business and you guys look like obviously we're having fun but you were just stone cold at every single point you look so composed so focused is that how you guys have always been or is that kind of just a tactical move you guys decided together
10: well f- well for me personally my my attitude's probably been you know my weakness in my game um and you know i've just split recently from a, a long tar- long-term partnership and you know the one thing i wanted was a was an older partner because you know i've just come onto the tour and you know i need to make some improvements and you know, when you're playing with someone, you know, who's been there and they've done that, then, you know, you kind of, you know, you, you, you watch them, you watch what they do and, you know, that's what then you have to do. So it was great seeing, you know, you know, Rob's intensity and his attitude this week and it, you know, helped me kind of, yeah, stay calm on the big moments and, you know, able to make the right decisions.
9: I mean... Me myself, I've been, uh, you know, an emo- emotional roller coaster on on doing matches and stuff. So I think we might be a little bit similar like that. Uh, and then it actually makes it easier to kind of feel the energy and understand each other when to leave someone alone or when to actually get in someone's face. Not that we had to get in each other's face this week, but uh, no, it's been uh, it's been unbelievable. Really, a, one of the best starts I've had with with uh, with a partner. So it's uh, great. And I mean, plus this week. Uh, this is uh, this is a tour event, in my opinion. So it's, uh, it's it's great to come out as winners.
1: And on that note, uh, with the Alden Brown event open here, you guys have been in Vancouver for just over a week now. So besides besides winning, this might be the answer to your guys's uh, this might be your guys's response. But I wanted to kind of ask you, what's been your favorite memory this entire week? Whether it's tennis related, whether it's due to your your housing, the whole event itself, do you have one memory that you'll take back with you? I
9: mean, I don't know, stupid question needs stupid answers, right? So winning is, is what I really <laughs> yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But now nah, the whole situation is nice. We have a great host family, so it's, it's really like you come home to a home and it's not like the the sterile hotel room, or and so, it, so it's actually, it's, it's really nice, it's a really friendly atmosphere and then you have the family come out and cheer for you, so you always have a support group which you maybe normally don't have on tour, so that's, that's, that's really nice.
10: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it, the housing this week is so good, you know, you play however many tournaments of the year, 34, 35, and you go back to a hotel after each match and then, you know, the atmosphere when you go back, it's, you know, it's a home, So. You know, you, f- you feel great. And the one memory I'll take is actually, I don't know if you know it, but we've been playing a lot of cornhole. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's an unbelievable game. And our-
9: Didn't you beat our, someone recently?
10: At cornhole. Yeah, I've been playing some really high level cornhole, yeah. but Eric Christiansen, who, who's in charge of my housing, you know, he owns the house. He, he made 13 bags in a row. And 18 out of 20. So for me, that was a highlight of the week. <laughs>
1: wow, well, gentlemen, congratulations on a successful week and good luck with uh, whatever comes next. Thank you, thank you. Thanks a lot, cheers. And time now for
0: our feature player matchup on the Audlem Brown Van Open podcast. It is none other than Heather Watson joining us here. Heather, a great tournament for you. You've got the finals coming up tomorrow. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us on a busy schedule here on the Audlem Brown Van Open podcast.
4: I'm happy to be here.
0: Uh, so we managed to catch you after your match already against Layla Annie Fernandez. Um, I know that you spoke to my media assistants courtside, but maybe for the listeners of the podcast Uh, how do you feel the match went for you today
4: uh well I went into the match um I played Layla before I played Mm -hmm. her in Quebec at the end of last year and and won I I did but it was a very close match and I knew then what a tough opponent she was and since then she's gone on to make the final of the junior Australian Open and also win the French Open. Right. So she's obviously playing extremely well this year, and um, the way she's been playing and played today, she's playing well above her ranking, and I'm mm-hmm. sure um, her ranking will go up, go up quickly. Um, but yeah, very happy with how I played today. She's very tricky um, with her lefty serve, and you know she's a she's a good player. So I had to play very well to come through.
0: Do you think that benefited you playing her? last year at that tournament in Quebec because she is catching some opponents off guard now Mm. Uh, when you get a young player like that coming up that maybe hasn't played a lot of tournaments do you think that might have helped you that you've you've played a match against her at a pretty high level earlier
4: yeah I absolutely think it helped me because I knew what I was up against I already you know I respect her as a player and already knew that I'd have to play very well when you know other girls might you know they might not check out her junior ranking and just look at her her pro results at the moment and and you know we're not really knowing what to expect but I
0: guess the numbers don't always tell a story either yeah
4: exactly it depends yeah I I don't rankings don't mean so much to me anymore I am the the level in the women's game I can only speak for the women's game because I'm Mm in it is you know there's so much depth and so many good players and if you catch someone on a good day you know a ranking doesn't really mean much
0: um you're in the finals for the second straight year it was a match last year against masaki doi here at the tournament that you just as easily could have won i mean that was that was splitting hairs goes to a third set i think the second set was a tie break too so i mean it, it was really close um What do you need to do to be successful tomorrow? To not be a runner-up this year in Vancouver, but to win it.
4: Yeah, last year was a pretty epic final. I think we both played some of our best tennis, and it was a really. It was like three
0: hours too. I think that was a long match. It was a
4: really good quality match. It was, yes. Um, Not complaining, by the way. No, (laughs) yeah.
0: How long it was? It was good. (laughs)
4: Um, But yeah, this will be a very different opponent. Uh, that I'll get tomorrow, Sarah Cerebras. Um, she's, yeah, a great fighter, a great mover around the court. Um, and yeah, I'll have to be very aggressive tomorrow and just step up.
0: How do you feel your tennis is at right now? I mean, you, you talked about how the rankings are the be-all, end-all. Yeah, um, right. How do you feel that you're playing these days?
4: Right now, I feel like I'm playing above my ranking. Um, and yeah. I'm not focusing too much on it at the moment. I just focus on being happy off the court. Right. I've been doing this. You know, I got told Wimbledon this year, it was my 10th Wimbledon. Like, wow. I've been playing Wimbledon over a decade. I've been on the tour a while. And, you know, I'd still like to consider myself young. And You I've are, got, don't worry. I've got a lot of time left. Um, you are. But, yeah, just, you know, enjoying tour life. I've been doing it a long time. And it can be tough traveling week in, week out. For most of the year right so it's hard missing out on things at home for me personally that's the hardest part so, yeah so being happy is important for me
0: so on that note all the players talk about coming to Vancouver and playing here at Hollyburn the, the obviously the facilities and the club are fantastic but also the housing too is that something And I'm not trying to toot the horn of the tournament, but is that the type of atmosphere that keeps a player like yourself happy off the court that you're not just in another hotel room somewhere?
4: Oh my gosh, 100%. I'm so happy here this week because I get to stay with the Mollers, <laughs> right. who I stayed with last year, and they're just, I just feel like I'm with my family. Right. Uh, you know, every night we're having dinner together, just laying on the couch, talking about everything, right. and I just feel so at home with them. They've, they've got a beautiful house, and they just really take care of us.
0: So in that case, it's like coming home. Yeah, Like You talked really about is. that comfort, like you're on the road and, you know, week in and week out, but you come here... And that's where that happiness I guess comes from? Yeah. Because you feel like you're at home.
4: Yeah absolutely and I think when I'm happy it shows in my results which has shown here (laughs) while I've been in Vancouver both years.
0: Right Um, and you've traveled all around the world and this is where I am going to give the opportunity to to show the city some love. Um, What do you like about Vancouver? How does it compare?
4: Um, Well firstly I have to go back to my host family it has to be staying with them but the city is gorgeous because You've got the city, right. but you've also got like this, the other part of it, which is just all nature. Right. You just feel so relaxed. The weather's perfect, not too hot, not too cold. It's just perfect. I actually went and swam in the sea last year. It was freezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah the ocean usually gorgeous. is pretty cold. Yeah. But yeah, I feel so at one with nature here.
0: thats I mean, one thing that we have, um, as someone who grew up here, we always talk about how you can go to the beach in one day ski in that same day and go for a hike that same day because yeah. of where we are um, and, and that is one thing that's so unique about the city um, one thing that I've heard from and this isn't from tennis players but this is just from people from the UK is that they feel a kinship when they come to Canada being another commonwealth country and, and that kind of stuff do you feel that too a little yeah, bit? yeah
4: I do I definitely feel like it's very different to the states yeah um, I actually feel like it's more like home than the states even though it's it's nice <laughs> um I know what you're saying though like you're yeah.
0: exactly what the people that I know from from the UK have said about Canada you know yeah. they come here and they feel it's and different ev- than, yeah, than the
4: yeah and everyone's so friendly and yeah it's and there are quite a few Brits here in Canada I yeah. think
0: <laughs> there are actually yeah, yeah absolutely a lot of a lot of Aussies and a lot of people from from the UK which is really really cool Um, You talked about playing at Wimbledon, and uh, obviously, I hate to go back to rankings, but you're 110 in the world right now. Um, You are 27 years old. Are you at a situation where it's that joy from playing is what drives you to keep going right now?
4: Yeah, um, I would say... Because
0: you get 16-year-olds like Layla who are like doing these amazing things at age 16, and like you said, when someone says this is your 10th year at Wimbledon, yeah. like...
4: I, I think, wow, I'm old. Uh,
0: yeah, I know. I <laughs> I'm know. a vet. <laughs> but, but you're not, and mm-hmm. that's the thing, is that, but in terms of a professional athlete, yeah, you are kind of getting up there, yeah, with exactly. all due respect, yeah. right? So, I mean, like, I think in, in hockey, they're saying 25 is old now, <laughs> yeah. so I'm just putting it in those terms. Yeah. So it, it's it,
4: also nice, the fact that I came onto the tour at such a young age and started doing so well early, because... There are other players that I considered young that are just starting to do well that are, say, 22, 23 now. Right. When I was, you know, so I've got to put things into perspective like that too because I'm proud of myself for doing well so early. I broke top 100 when I was 18 years old. Right. So, um, yeah. But, but I do look at things differently now I'm older, but it's still the same things that drive me. I do mm-hmm. love tennis. I love the fight. I love... Winning—that's the my favorite part. Right. Um,
0: but well, and, and let's be honest. I'm going to say this, and this is where I'm going to give give 23-year-old Heather some credit. Was that's when you hit 38 in the world? It Wasn't when you were 18. Mm. That was only four years ago. Yeah. So that's where it's like that could happen for sure with the right results and that kind of stuff. Um, one thing I noticed on your WTA profile was that one of your favorite meals is a traditional British dinner. Huh? It says that. Yeah, actually it says that right here.
4: Oh, no, it's definitely not. I don't like <laughs> I don't like roasts.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it's referring to. Here, I'm going to look it up. This is a live moment here on the podcast.
4: That, that's definitely not true. On Everyone bio, let me have I've a look. never liked roasts. So who
0: would have wrote who have, who would have written yeah. your your bio?
4: Kate, okay, check what this bio? out.
0: It's a, your bio on the WTA website says, enjoys meeting family and friends for a walk on the beach. Nope. And watching sunset over a traditional British dinner.
4: Oh, wow. I hate walk- going for walks. Are you? Really? Yeah. I never go for so walks. So fans from
0: around the world, read this oh, bio of yours. Oh, gosh, this is so bad. Yeah, I just need to website. edit it.
4: But yeah, I didn't write that. And,
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm the first media member to point that out. It's so, true, yeah. okay. I'll so what else here? What else here is untrue? I wonder. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead.
4: I no, I'd say. What do I like doing? I like.
0: <laughs> well, what would be your favorite meal? Let's start with that, if my you. My
4: favorite meal is just anything Asian. Okay. Oh, I love okay. Asian food, especially Korean. Okay. Um, and then my favorite things to do would be like dancing all night long with my friends. Oh, okay. Or spending a night in watching a movie or a West End show with my family.
0: Oh, okay we have got to get that changed then here on the website. Oh, yeah, I hate walks. I hate (laughs)
4: walks. I just find them so aimless and they stress me out because I'm not doing anything Right, right. Your mind's going, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? I feel like I might as well run. Sure. And at least
0: it's productive. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time to join us here on the podcast. It's really been awesome. And best of luck tomorrow in the final.
4: Great. Thank you very much.
0: Gigantic thanks to Heather Watson for joining us here on the Odlen Brown Van Open podcast and looking forward to the match between... Per and Sarah Sorebez tormo coming up tomorrow to open things up. Noon is the start time. Now, talking about the Adlon Brown Van Open, of course, follow on all our social channels. On Facebook, you can search Adlon Brown Van Open. On Twitter, at Van Open Tennis. On Instagram, at Van Open Tennis as well. And, of course, on SoundCloud, where you're listening here. Plus, should mention, on our YouTube channel, we've posted the on-court interviews from today's doubles championship matches so you'll hear from the runners up on both the men's and women's side and you will also hear from the winning teams on the men's and women's sides as well so make sure you head over to our YouTube channel for that and if you are here at the tournament you're posting on Instagram make sure that you use the hashtag van open tennis you could be featured in our shots of the day which comes out at the end of every day here at the Audlem Brown van open I do want to thank you for tuning in here to the podcast because hey that's the reason why we do it So uh, thank you so much for listening, and we really do appreciate it. One more edition of the Odlum Brown Van Open podcast for this year is coming up tomorrow, Championship Sunday. As I mentioned, the action gets going at 12 noon with a ladies' singles match, and following that, not before 1.30, is the men's singles match. And two more trophies will be awarded here tomorrow at the Odlum Brown Van Open. My name is Brian Weeb, media manager for the 2019 tournament. Thank you so much again for listening in, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.